title of my sermon this morning is A Kingdom of Exchange and Exposure. What are we talking about? We're in a series called Matthew chapter 24 verse 14. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations. And then the end will come. And I want you to see the gospel of this kingdom. This gospel of the kingdom, it's, it doesn't allow, there, there is no sitting on the fence with the kingdom. You're either in it or you're not. I mean, look, there are only two kingdoms. I don't know how people think that there's a demilitarized zone. There isn't. There isn't a safe space. There's no cave. You, you, you can't sit on a fence. If anybody was sitting on a fence, God has shaken that fence already. You're going to fall one way or the other. But you can't, you can't mess around with the kingdom anymore. But the kingdom is a place of divide. And that's from Genesis all the way to Revelation. All the way through Revelation to Revelation. Let me give you the Genesis scripture. In Genesis chapter 9 and verse 18. You must know that God, when he, when he speaks to even um, Eve in the Garden of Eden, Genesis chapter 3, he says there's going to be a war between your seed and my seed. That's all that you're dealing with in the world, is the kingdom seed and God's seed. There is no playing somewhere safe in the middle. Religion allowed you to do that. That you say amen and hallelujah on a Sunday, but Monday you're living like the rest of the world. You can't do that. You can't do that. It's, it's over. And I'm telling you, you've come into a season of exposure, and you're going to be found to be found on God's side. Is there anybody on the Lord's side this morning? Everything about the kingdom is designed that way. It's kingdom of darkness, kingdom of light. Religion will allow you to go and play games with denominations and, you know, I'm not that, I'm this, I'm that, and that. No, no, no. No, no, no. You're either in the kingdom of light or you're in the kingdom of darkness. And the kingdom of darkness has got religion too. It's being exposed. The house of David becoming stronger, the house of, of Saul becoming weaker and weaker. It's happening. You can't fake this thing until you make it anymore. It's over. You need to sit down and get understanding. The age of where you were just saved, being saved was enough. You, you, we've entered the age where being saved is not enough and ignorance is, ignorance is no longer an excuse, Dr. Winston says. I really believe it. I believe we're in that place now where this thing, this is, we're dealing with life and death. And people are still playing hopscotch in the spirit. You're still playing games. Still trying to make up your own little money and your own little brand. Are you kidding me? This is serious stuff. Offended with that one and gossiping about that one. And you continue with your game. Let me show you the divide because the kingdom of God is both a place of exchange and exposure. So Noah gives his life, and scholars believe it could be about 70 or 80 years, where you've never seen rain on the land before, and God's about to wipe it out. And he, he, the Bible says Noah found grace in the sight of God. May you find grace in the season. I'm asking one more time in the month of August, please receive the word. May you, ref may you find grace. People need grace in this season. 
like never before. But the Bible says, Noah found grace in the sight of God. And for 80 years, he's putting an ark together and he's saying, the rain is coming. The rain is coming. He's got his sons and they're building and everybody else is mocking them. But Noah's banging away every day. He's waking up. The rain is coming. The rain is coming. And this is what this generation is dealing with. I don't know how you're still playing around with your job and not really asking God seriously about your destiny because the rain, you're starting to feel some of that rain coming down already. The clouds are gathering. Someone needs to help me here at the back. Praise God. Noah goes and he builds this. And when the rain comes, his boat floats and everybody else drowns him. We're living in perilous times, family. You need this message of the kingdom. Noah's done. The, the rain falls. You know the story. His sons come. And they, he, he, when, when the rain subsides, he builds a vineyard. And with this thing, Pick up scripture. Genesis 9.18. Now the sons of Noah who went out of the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And Ham was the father of Canaan. These three were the sons of Noah, and from these the whole earth was populated. And Noah began to be a farmer, and he planted a vineyard. The rains had subsided. The earth is cleared out. This is, and he raised an altar, and of course God received from him and, and the like. So then he drank of the wine and was drunk. And became uncovered in his tent. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brothers outside. But Shem and Japheth took a garment, laid it on both their shoulders, and went backward and covered the nakedness of their father. Their faces were turned away, and they did not see their father's nakedness. So Noah woke from his wine and knew, and knew what his youngest son had done to him. The exchange, Noah exchanges his whole life. And God receives his sacrifice. His sons, there's not just an exchange that's taken place, but the exposure. They think they're going to expose the father, the one dead. And he exposes his father's nakedness. The two others, the, the two brothers walk in. And instead of exposing the father, they walk in with their backs and they cover the father's nakedness. And out of that comes the divide. Because it, while he thought he was exposing his father, his life got exposed to a whole different curse. Look at this. Then he said, cursed be Canaan, a, son of, a servant of servants. I mean, I got my servants, but you're going to serve my servants. He shall be to his brethren. And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of Shem, and may Canaan be his servant. And may God enlarge Japheth, and may he dwell in the tents of Shem, and may Canaan be his servant. And Noah lived after the flood 350 years, and then he died. And he was 950 years, and he died. 
So what you're finding out in the kingdom of God from the beginning of time, you'll find that anytime you give your life to God or whether you get involved in kingdom projects, there is a reward for your life because that the kingdom of God is a place of exchange. You give your time, you give your talent, you give your treasure, and you get involved in kingdom business like Noah did. He gets involved in the father's business because the Lord wants to save him and the animals and his family. So he gets involved on the project because the kingdom is a place of exchange. And let me say this to you, it is also an exchange in the kingdom of darkness. The kingdom of darkness is also a place of exchange. Let me explain to you what I, what I mean. In, in the book of Luke chapter 4 and verse 5, please, you are only operating in two kingdoms. The one kingdom is the kingdom of light, that when you exchange your time, your treasure, your talent in that place, it gives you back life and it gives you back reward. Satan understands the system. So when, G when he tempts Jesus, then the devil taking him up on a high mountain showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. Verse 6 says, And the devil said to him, all this authority I will give to you and their glory. For this has been delivered to me and I give it to whoever I wish. I built this kingdom and its glory from the media to the arts to education system, systems to religion, I to governments, all of its perverseness. He says, I built it. 2,000 years ago, he offered Jesus a seat in his kingdom. He says, therefore, if you will worship me, all will be yours. That means when you enter into a place of worship, an exchange always takes place. That's why you worship him, because you become what you worship. Jesus answered and said to him, get behind me, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. And there's a lot of exchange taking place right now for many people and in their lives. Mark chapter 8, verse 34. Let me explain to you about the exchange either in the kingdom of darkness, its world and its systems, or in the kingdom of light and its world and its systems. Both of them requires worship. Both of them offer glory. But if you're going to follow after them, Michael Jackson or Whitney Houston, when you are 50, I can decide when I take it from you. You be careful who you give your life to, your time to, and how you function in this world. Because everybody's exchanging every single day. When he had called the disciples to himself, when he called the people to himself with his disciples also, he said to them, whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. That's the kingdom of God. That means I, I have my priority. I'm, I have my need. I have my bills. I have my life. I have my own education. I am a systems analyst. I can make lots of money. I can start up my own company. I've got my own call center. I am, I've got my thing I want to do. But he says, if you're going to come into the kingdom of God, the number one thing is that you deny yourself. That's the number one thing, is that I get up and I say, I, I can, but I don't want to. I can. I mean, it's a, like a 36-hour trip, round trip to Cape Town and back. I didn't have to. I wanted to. The Holy Spirit said to me, you must be there for them. 
But Lord, you must be there for them. Now that is not the beginning of my story. It's happened years ago. When God says, give me your house. No, give me your pension also. Over two million rands investment. Just give it. But I want to buy my car. No, 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 I'll take care of you if you come into my kingdom and you deny yourself. I will provide for you. I will, I will take care of you. Because the kingdom is first. You see, you can't fake it in the kingdom. You can't pretend that you're in the kingdom and then play the game in the world and then, you know, I, I really want to tithe and, and then I'm not going to tithe and then I really want to give and then, you know, and, but, but the Lord knows my heart. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You can't play that game because you're in a season of exposure. And what people, you, don't, you can't tell whether people are tithing. Or, we don't follow up on people. We don't know what in, what's in people's hearts. But the season of exposure comes to every one of us. We will find out whether you really honor your father and rather expose him. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. That must be a word for every Christian across the globe. You want to save your life? You okay that you don't need communion anymore because you got a vaccination? You, you, got, you got your way you're going to save you? But whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it. You got to pay attention to the scriptures. We're in a serious season. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world? So you and, and Brad Gates hanging out together. Huh? What you going to do? After you've gained the whole world and purchased all the lands and got all your farmer operating for you and controlling this thing. At the end of the day, we all die, man. At the end of the day, everybody must give an account for what they did with their time and their life on the earth, man. Huh? What you going to do? Living for yourself. Trying to find safety. Trying to save yourself. How's that pension doing that you saved all that time? How's your savings doing? Gone in the world's system. How's that job doing? Are you hanging by, your thread, by the thread as well and hoping that one day they don't close the dome because? Keep investing in that thing. Listen to me. I didn't say leave your job. I said when God puts you in an assignment in your job, you take of that and you build the kingdom. For what if a man, what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? There's nothing like death to really give you, wake you up and saying, are you really living for God? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? Are you hearing children of God where the enemy wants you? What are you going to give? How much are you going to take from me? You know the news is out that Pfizer's got the third injection coming to boost you. 
And then, you know that in November, it's been pronounced already, we're expecting a fourth wave. Where? Who is making up this stuff that you can predict? I'm just saying. Can you rather ask the Lord about this? I'm not your God and I'm not trying to govern anybody's decisions. I'm saying to you, where's this taking us to? What will my soul look like at the end of this thing? That I've saved my physical body but lost my soul for eternity? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Because it's, it's come to this place now where you've got to make a divide. There's got to be a division. There's got to be left or right. Which, which road are we going to take? No, no, I don't need to take communion anymore. Because I'm safe. Huh? Please social distance in a plane. I can spit on this guy right next to me. Please, by law, you must social distance. Okay, so how? Lost all sense. Is nobody thinking? Where is this going to? If you can please let me know when it's going to stop, I would appreciate it. If you tell me, here's our end game. At this point, it stops, and this is where the turnaround is. And no, I'm not giving you up my freedoms. I'm just saying. But what are you going to give in exchange? How far are we going to go with this thing? Here's the point. You cannot expect a crown until you've learned how to carry your cross. Here's a scripture. Revelations Chapter 20, chapter 4, verse 8. John the Revelator, God takes him up into the heavens and shows him what's going to come. And he has, he sees the scrolls and God opens things to him. And watch what he sees. The four living creatures, each having six wings, were full of eyes around and within. And they do not rest day or night, saying, holy, holy, holy. Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Whenever the, living creatures of, whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to Him who sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before Him who sits on the throne and worship Him who lives forever and ever, and they cast their crowns before the throne, saying, where did the, throne, the crowns come from? From the cross. You denied yourself, you took up your cross, and you followed him. You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they exist, they were created. So at the end of the day, the way you live your life in the earth, your time, your treasure, your talent, not coming to church, I'm talking about a life. You can't pretend this thing anymore. This is not a religious setting. This is kingdom living, where you got 24-7. God speaking to you, leading you, guiding you, giving your time, your talent, your treasure, and making the building their kingdom. 
For anybody that's been through that, they receive a crown. Because you've taken up your cross, you've denied yourself, and you followed him. That's in the kingdom. Anytime you come into the kingdom of God, you must understand that this is a place of exchange. All the way to Revelation. Give me the book of Genesis chapter 4 and verse 1. I'm trying to help you understand that not only is God exposing the enemy, and I pray that you make a decision for Christ this morning. And I pray that you ask, and I'm asking God for a crop failure on any seeds we've sowed, things we've done. And that's what the Lord said to me, son, over this generation and their ignorance, pray for the mercy of God. And that's my prayer for you, that you'll experience the mercy of God. Can you lift your hands and receive mercy from the Lord this morning? We all need the mercy of God because there are things that are happening across the globe that we are ignorant of. And we need to know we need mercy this morning. I know there's scripture that says, even if they take up something deadly, it will not affect them. But you can't willingly go down that road and say, well, I'll be okay. No, no, our trust is in the Lord. And if I do take a vaccination, it will be by the Spirit of God. Just letting you know. But it will not affect me. I'll go and preach the gospel if I have to. But I'm going with God. Yes, you're in a season of exposure and you're in a season of understanding the power of exchange in the kingdom. Look at the exchange. Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain and said, I have acquired a man from the Lord. This is after they sinned. Then she bore again and this time his brother Abel. Now Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and their fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering. But he did not respect Cain and his offering. And Cain was very angry and his countenance fell. So they're both in the field. They're both supposed to be in the kingdom. The one goes in one direction honors God with the first fruits of his increase and their fat. The other one comes after time, the Bible says, after the process of time. That means he did his thing first and then came to God second. So the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry and why is your countenance fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? Mine, if you don't change the way you're doing life, won't you also be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin lies at the door, and its desire is for you, but you should rule over it. So he brings him after, you see, after harvest, after you've sown your seed, there's got to be a harvest. For anybody that's done right, you should be shouting a big hallelujah in the house. For anybody that's done wrong, you should be repenting right now. Because harvest is coming. For whatever a man sows, he's going to reap. It's the place of exchange, but it's also the place of exposure. I mean, if you've sown your seed in the kingdom of God and you've done what is right, wouldn't you want the breakthrough from the Lord? Come on, just lift your hands like you actually did something right for God. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just, I mean, nobody knows what you've done, right? So, I mean, you can just lift your hands and say, Father, help me. I'm lifting my hands because I need help. Because if you've done wrong, I mean, you know, I mean, he, Jesus, God invites him. He says, why don't you come a different road? I mean, won't you also be accepted if you go my way? Why don't you also put the kingdom first? But in every season, there's a place of exposure. Because the, place is, the kingdom is a place of exchange. So Mary's having a conversation with the angels, and the angel says, she says, I've never been with a man. I've never had an exchange with a man. How can I be pregnant? How can I carry Jesus? The Holy Spirit says, the angel says, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and you will be able to bear this child. She said, let it be done to me unto my, unto you, according to your word. And scripture says, there shall be a performance of what she believed. That means my intimacy with God is going to also bring exposure. It must come to light that you were intimate with somebody. It's coming to light. What you're asking God is to deal with the, to, to, to bring a crop failure on that which is not of Him. You're asking God to preserve and to protect your lineage. But this place of exchange leads to a place of exposure. Where now you find, uh-oh, here's Mary. This month of August, we're launching Women of Substance with Pastor Z. I'm trying to make a point. She's giving birth to what she's been carrying and got pregnant with a couple of months ago. In the presence of God, strategizing. It's the first time I get to serve my wife. I've been serving everybody across the globe. I come now, I am sitting on her team and building strategies with her for her ministry. So I'll be sitting right there as she preaches this month and brings and delivers what God gave her to do. That's a spiritual principle. Whatever you have been busy with in the dark must come out in the light. Now, if it's been good, then we all want it. You, you're quiet. Are you nervous? It's like, God, not this one. It's a good thing. I want the exposure. Because God's not going to light. You don't take a lamp and light it and, and hide it. No. God's going to take you and for anybody online, you are anointed. David, you can't stay in the sheepfolds forever. Because when God has worked with you in private, He's going to put you on public display because that is a kingdom model. Come on, somebody. I know somebody's been trusting the Lord. You've been losing land. You've been threatened with your house. You've, they've repossessed your car. It looks like life is over, but you've been holding on to the Lord and you've been saying, God, your kingdom come. Your will be done. I feel the anointing. God's about to expose His sons and daughters. You are coming into a whole nother level of breakthrough. You are coming to a whole nother level of increase. I need thought that would be a better word for somebody this morning that you can shout a good amen and a hallelujah in the house of God. I mean, if you've done what is right, won't you also be accepted? That's kingdom. From Genesis all the way to Revelations at the end of it. He says, tell the people that I'm coming 
and my reward is with me. Give you the scripture. Let me end. Revelations 22 verse 12. And behold, I'm coming quickly and my reward is with me. This is the end of the book. To give everyone according to his work. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. This is who you serve. Blessed are those who do his commandments that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter through the gates into the city. But outside, look at the separation. Because the kingdom is a place of exchange, what you've done with your time, your talent, your treasure, how you've served God, what you do and put in God and inviting Him, not when you're in trouble financially, but you've never honored Him with your tithe. And now run to God and say, like you're treating God like a spare wheel when you're in trouble. Now your marriage, your home, your life is stuck. You're on the road somewhere. In fact, you've got three punctures and you only got one spare wheel. And now you're asking Jesus to come. No, you can't live that way anymore. He's got to take the steering wheel. He's not your spare wheel. He is the steering wheel of your life. Because he's creating a separation. When I've exchanged my life and my time and my gifts, this is kingdom. In exchange, even though I've denied myself, I get a crown. And at the end of the day, I take the crown and I lay it at his feet. Because he says, even at the end of the age, those that have come after me and followed my commandments, look at the end. He says, inside, outside. He makes the divide. He brings the divide. Cain and Abel, the seed, that seed, kingdom of darkness, kingdom of light. Your time, your, you can't, you, you cannot lie to God. He knows everything. He's there. But outside are dogs and sorcerers and sexually immoral <laughs> and murderers and idolaters and whoever loves and practices a lie. Outside, in your life, tree of life, you have access, access denied. Let it be known that I preached this message on the 1st of August 2021 to you. That you have to know that I have got to make a decision which way my life goes. From today, you can't turn around and say, I didn't know. Because on this morning, you were given an opportunity. As the word came, you've come up empty, Cain. But if you do right, won't you also be accepted? If you follow after the kingdom, won't you also get the rewards of the kingdom? If you do what is right, won't you also get access? You cannot continue to persecute the people of God, lead them down the wrong road, and you not die. I'm telling you, governments and people across the globe that keep on treating people like, like they're animals of some sort, it's coming to an end. Well, maybe not to an end because the Bible says the wheat and the tares will grow until the end. They'll be around. My prayer for you is that you will discern what is wheat and what is tares. It's the separation that's taking place. Do you know that tares look just like wheat? The only difference is when you eat it. The one gives you energy, wheat. Tares puts you to sleep. Like you're speaking to a bunch of Christians that are fast asleep. 
eating from the wrong tree. I am still your pastor and I love you. And I'm telling you, I approve of this message. Because somebody needs to know and hear the word of the Lord in this season. There are things that we're going to see in the next six months that will astound you. But the kingdom people will be saved. I said kingdom people will be saved. The righteous will be saved. You're coming into a new season where you're going to be saved. Father, help us. Can I have the worship team up? Let's just end the service. While they're coming up, please put up the big five for me. The life questions. And if you need to take a picture, please do. I want to just leave you with some hope and understand that you can pray about this and ask the Lord. Those are your five life questions. And they're only discovered in your search for kingdom understanding. Anytime you come into the kingdom of God, these are the questions you must answer. And when you answer them and you stay connected, you will find life makes sense. All of your life. All of your life. The first question is, who am I? That's got to do with your identity. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You were made right because of the blood. Say, I know who I am. The second one is, where am I from? You are, your citizenship is in heaven. Philippians lets you know. You are a heavenite. You belong to Christ. And you come from heaven. And you are here to represent the Father in the earth. You are on assignment. You are an ambassador. An ambassador is protected not by the country he's in, but from the country that sent him. An ambassador gets paid not from the country he's in, but by the country that sent him. Is somebody hearing me? An ambassador is, stays, not, doesn't look anything like the country he's in. He looks like the country he comes from. Is there anybody going to hear the word of the Lord this morning? Glory be to God. Say, say, I know where I'm from. Say, I'm an ambassador of Christ. You are here to represent the Christ. Pastor, what's your opinion on vaccinations? I don't have. What's your opinion on divorce? I don't have. I'm not, an ambassador does not represent himself. I'm here to represent my Father in heaven. And whatever he says, I'm going to tell you in the morning. Whatever he wants me to do, I'm going to follow after him. I've denied myself to go after him. I am trusting God that we're going to find some real Christians rise up, kingdom people, with the proper answer for this thing around science so that the church can be saved. With the right vaccination, with no destruction in someone's body, with no confusion, can the church stand up? That's your third question. Why are you here, man? You're not here to hang by your thumbs until Jesus comes.
You are not here to pay bills. That's what you want, what you were born to do. You need to pay your debt to humanity. I said yesterday at Andre's funeral, this man doesn't need a tombstone to remind us that he was once here. His music is everywhere. His life is in our hearts because he walked in his purpose. Man, if you're a businessman, build for the kingdom of God. If you're supposed to build that center, why do you take the vision and leave it? Health centers. Had a woman that sat next to me for six, 60 years old. At, I mean, we tried to go to a couple of restaurants, could, never ended up there, gave some food back and, and the like. Sat with my wife and celebrating a birthday this week. So I took her for some lunch in, 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 in Cape Town. And, and I'm sitting and we're done speaking, but there's a woman really close to us. And her friend leaves and she starts to speak to us. 60-year-old Jewish woman. Just lost her husband. She says, we built nursing homes. We built the hotel around the corner. A husband, they got no children. She says, I'm sitting here, I don't know what to do with my life. My life's over. And I said, but you were born for a purpose. She starts to weep. God, God set up a moment right at the restaurant. Shared numbers and got involved. And she says, what do you mean? I said, I'm sitting here because you are asking, is there a God? And I am sitting as God's answer. Purpose, man. Purpose will take you to a restaurant and have a conversation with somebody who needs to hear the voice of God. Somebody who's hopeless. Somebody that feels like you're suicidal. Weeping. Everybody's searching for purpose. What is purpose? God's original intent. Have you discovered it yet? People on purpose, living on purpose, don't have time for little rubbish conversations. You don't like me, you like me? Whatever. I must be about my father's business. Is there not a cause, man, that we're running with the world? You mean to tell me that out of the kingdom we can't get revelation of how to save this generation? You mean to tell me there's not any, there's no Joseph in our midst that can manifest and say, here's the vision of how to make sure that the, everybody, you, you need a job, come. You need, you need help, come. You need to build, come. This is the kingdom of God. Can you know what we are entering into? It's a season of the kingdom exposure. The sons and daughters will rise up in this hour. The wind's going to blow you right into your destiny. If you've been crying out to God, if you've been lifting up your hands, if you've been praising the Lord, I am telling you by the Spirit of God, it's a new season that God's shifting away from people and exposing the people that are holding on to your destiny and your money. Question number four. Not just why am I here, but what can I do? If you haven't heard my teaching on potential last Wednesday, you need to go back to my teaching. Potential is hidden ability. I am telling you there's more to us than what you see right now. I am telling you there are multi-millionaires in this place. I am telling you if people get serious with God, God will expose them to greatness. There's so much inside of you. This is kingdom. Number five, where am I going? 
Not just, I'm going to heaven. You, you are seated already with Christ in heavenly places. The question is, what are you going to do and journey in in the earth? You see, your destiny is decided by God. But its fulfillment is decided by you. Decisions decide destiny. I got to make decisions, make up my mind every single day. You answer these questions, you will never be broke another day in your life. No, we used to say that before without an understanding. Here's your understanding. You want to you die as a nobody? They don't answer these questions. You want to die as God intended you to die? Full of life? Leaving all your gifts and your talents in the earth? Answer these questions. And God will bring you into your best. He will not leave you as a nobody. You become what God has called you to be. And the kingdom will manifest through you. This message of the kingdom must be preached. I am telling you, some of you, <laughs> I've been getting calls from a pastor, even pastors and saying, there's two of them now. Look what the Lord showed me about how to solve this COVID problem. Line upon line. The kingdom is here. And it's going to manifest through media. It's going to manifest through education systems. I don't know why you're still giving your gift to the world. I don't know why. Unless God sent you there, Joseph. Or unless Daniel, you were put in that place. Other than that, why would you invest in a world's failing system? Why would you give your life in exchange right there? For a salary. For peanuts. You might as well be going to Cape Town, man. Join the cops or clopsa. Go and dance for the people so they can toss you money. Being fed peanuts from a system. They put the ceiling on how much you earn. Are you kidding me? This is kingdom. And God will provide and He'll take care of you and He'll elevate you and He'll promote you because greatness is not a worldly principle. It is a kingdom principle. When you exchange your gift, God puts back on you greatness. I got my teams on the ground. We are working new strategies. Business people, you need to come. We're busy putting things together, but we're not going to depend upon world systems anymore. Father, help your people. Help your children. Don't let them fall by the side of the road. And teach them to love one another. Help your children. Help us. Help us in the season as the kingdom manifests all around us. The preachers, the teachers, the businessmen and women, the carriers of dreams, there shall be a performance of your word. What you promised. This is the month we're walking into 
a month of tremendous exposure. David can no longer be hidden. Joseph cannot be hidden in the prison anymore. But there'll be an exposure of the gifts in the body of Christ. Deliver us from evil. Woo! Father, I pray for the anointing to break every yoke. In the mighty name of Jesus. From your own mouth this morning, please, even online, begin to pray. I really feel you need to pray for mercy. Whatever you've been involved in, God is not the one trying to expose you, your sin. He's trying to expose your greatness, not your sin. Repent of your sin and do it quick. Just ask the Lord to forgive you the relationships you got involved in, the people, the things you lost because of ignorance, the people you got involved in, the poor decisions that you've made, that you're going to come back to Him and you're going to live for His kingdom and for His glory. What you want is your life and its greatness to be exposed in the kingdom of God. Because it comes with favor and what God has blessed, no man can curse. Father, we thank you for your mercy on all of us. Our fathers have sinned, we've sinned, and we're asking for mercy this morning. I speak a crop failure on any word we even spoke that was not of you. But this new season that we're entering into with seeds of greatness being planted in your people will come forth. Healing will spring forth speedily. Breakthrough will come upon your people. And the power of your kingdom will be seen. Oh, thank you for your mercy and your grace. Thank you for another chance to plant good seed. Uproot the weeds. Let's go doing some weeding this week. Pull out the weeds. Forgive. Let go. Ask for mercy. Let the kingdom expand through your life. Thank you for your mercy and your grace. If you do not know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, once you did and you're far from Him, today's the day of salvation. You must be born again. Otherwise, you cannot see the kingdom. That's the divide. All roads don't lead to heaven. Like all roads lead to Rome. No. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes unto the Father but by me. This road is narrow, but the pasture that you enter into is huge. It's large. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. If you do not know Jesus Christ, today's the day of salvation. If you need to make right with the Lord this morning, just lift your hands everywhere. Those that need to, lift your hands this morning. Say, Lord, I need to repent this morning. Anybody online that needs to make right with the Lord, say, say, Lord, forgive me. Cleanse me of my sin. Wash me in your precious blood. Let me live for you from this day forward. I belong to you. You belong to me. I made up my mind to go God's way the rest of my life. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for washing me. 
Thank you for giving me a brand new start. From today, I belong to you. You belong to me. I've made up my mind to go God's way the rest of my life. Anybody online, even in the house, please clap your hands. Believing that there are people that are saved this morning. That are making a good decision for Christ. Let's have communion together as a family. This 1st of August. Praise the Lord. kingdom of God is not only in word but it's in power that once I've received the word it must be converted into some power in the corridors with favor with blessing with promotion with new business that's the power of the kingdom at work to elevate God's people to bring them in we are going to be focusing on those that want to focus on the kingdom we're going to be working with those that are going to work in the kingdom. I am not saying to hell with anybody else. Please be saved. But the kingdom needs workers, builders, fruitful people, people we can run with. First Corinthians eleven twenty seven. Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let the man examine himself more than ever. The church needs to understand this scripture. Let a man examine himself. What for? Am I in faith? Do I really trust God for my healing? Or am I looking to the world for help? And so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For if he eats and drinks in an unworthy manner, what makes it unworthy? That you've not judged him righteous. That died for you. You must have communion. You must be a doer of the word. You must act upon what the word says. You can't pretend anymore. We're waiting for you to get some juice or some water and a cracker. Just do it. And put your faith in him. Put your trust in him. That his body was broken so that you can be made whole. You can't mess around anymore. You can't say, well, it was a nice service. Oh, no. This is for doers. These are for the workers of the kingdom. He says, look, anybody who drinks in an unworthy manner, you, you, you're drinking judgment to yourself. You're not discerning his body. Verse 30. For this reason, for this reason, many are weak and sick among you and many sleep. You're not supposed to die before your time. He gave you the way of escape. How shall you escape if you neglect so great a salvation? 
You are strong in the Lord because you are doer of the word. You're not weak, you're not sickly, and you will not die before your time because you are doer of the word of God. Is there anybody with me this morning? You know, they sing that song, GP, are you with me? I'm asking KP, are you with me? Kingdom people, are you with me? Now, let me tell you this in the heavenlies, and I want to announce it. I've canceled all early deaths again this morning. We've cut that thing off. You will live and not die. You will fulfill your days and become what God has called you to be. KP, are you with me? Everybody online, be a doer of the word. You don't have time to mess around anymore. Strength, peace, joy, healing. Let's do what the word tells us to do. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord that we may not be condemned with the world. When God is dealing with you, when God is bringing correction, He's chastening you. Why is He chastening you? This is for the reason. This is the reason. That we may not be condemned with the world. You're in the kingdom. And you will not go home before your time. You're going to go home when you say you are done. With long life, He will satisfy you and show you His salvation. KP, are you with me? Receive. Hmm. Woo. Shoot, I feel so good. My faith is in Jesus Christ. The presence of the Lord is so strong here. <laughs> You are washed in His blood. If there's anything in your body that's not of God, if there's anything that they try to do that you're not aware of that they injected in your body, if there's any virus, if there's any germ, if there's anything perverse or ungodly or unrighteous in your vessel, as you partake of this injection, you are healed by the stripes of Jesus. Divine health is your portion. By His blood, May everything unrighteous be flushed out of your system as you receive healing. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's just bless the Lord this morning. Lift up your hands and declare His greatness over your life. Father, today we decree and declare your glory, Father, in this place. We thank you, Father God, that your sons and daughters are strong in you today, Father. Oh, thank you that they will arise and shine for the glory of the Lord is upon you, son and daughter of God. It is time to manifest the goodness of God all around you. It is time to manifest God's glory wherever you are. I decree and declare right now, there's an exchange taken right now. Your job will become the assignment of the kingdom of God right now. I decree and declare an elevation and an increase 
released right now in wisdom and strategies in Jesus' mighty name. I decree and declare right now that the mountain of science and technology now will arise in the earth right now in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare that the sons and daughters are being downloaded with kingdom strategies, kingdom of solutions to come, Father God, from the church in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, arise, sons and daughters. Come on, make a shout right now. Give God praise right now. Receive your portion online right now, across the globe right now. Receive right now the very purpose that you've been created to be and to live right now will be manifest in the earth in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare right now, this is the year, this is a season where the glory will be seen upon the church in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Glory be to God. You believe that? Give a good shout to August and let it know that August will bless you every day. It will bless you. Hallelujah. Two minutes, let's receive an offering. Everybody online, please send your offerings. We're receiving the tithes and offerings this morning. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Give. Please pass the baskets around. Give and it shall be given unto you. That's an exchange. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure. Press down. Shaken together. Running over. Will men give into your bosom. May the outpouring of the month of August be profuse as you've exchanged your life and time and talent in the kingdom of God, you will experience the glory of God in the season. I bless you in your giving. Everybody online, everywhere across the globe, if this ministry has been a blessing to you, it's time for you to sow your seed. It's time for you to partake of the kingdom. It's time for you to give as it is given back to you. This is a kingdom way of bringing you into your destiny so that you can become what God has called you to be. Come on. So in the season, sow your best for whatever a man sows, you will reap. Father, bless your people in their giving. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you for all the sons and daughters for sowing and being generous, making sure that we can do what we can do. Watch out for the announcements in the month of August from the Women of Substance to the Four Change Program to the leadership to the King's Roundtable, the sons are coming out together. We're busy building strategies for the kingdom of God. And everybody said, Amen and Amen. This is a good time to be alive. Come on, KP. Are you with me this morning? Give Jesus the highest praise. Give Him a shout of thanks. Hallelujah. You are victorious and you are overcoming. And this month is filled with the favor of the Lord. You will only find progress, child of God. You will find the glory of God. You will find His goodness on your path. And you will live and not die. Come on. You are walking in divine health. And the favor of the Lord is upon you. I bless you from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. And all God's people said, Amen and Amen.